Welcome to the Mother Arc Portal, the 13th gateway to systems, energies, and frequencies all coded by the 13, the hidden and lost number of the Divine Feminine and the Goddess. I am Amber Green, your host, bringing you this podcast to bridge from the 12th to the 23rd dimensions by decoding your personal soul and energetic blueprint through 13 sign true sidereal astrology, 13 sign true sidereal human design, and the Mayan dream spell. It's time to get in sync with Mother Earth, one another, and our true soul's essence so that we can unify through our individuation. We are all one, but not the same one. The portal is open. Now let's dive in. Hi. So today I'm going to talk about the age of Aquarius. Um, And there's so there's so much confusion, distortion, and just straight up false information out there about this. So this is why I'm wanting to speak to it. I'm going to remind, like, I think I say a lot. I don't have all of the facts. I don't know everything, but this is from my own intense um, research and that I have been looking into for quite some time, um, that definitely does have some facts along with it as well. Okay. So here's the deal. Number one, I don't think most people don't even actually understand that there are two different perceived, um, ideas of what this age of Aquarius actually is. Okay. So one is that Uh, what you're hearing a lot in the new age right now, um, realm and astrology and all of that is people are referring to thinking that Pluto moving through Aquarius means that's the age of Aquarius. Number one, Pluto is not even about to be in Aquarius, according to 13 sign, true sign, astronomical astrology. Um, Number two, that also is not actually the real meaning of the age of Aquarius. So I will get into some of that later into this episode. But first, I just want to clarify the two um, things that are going on here, right? That's confusing everyone. So one is that most people are referring to thinking that Pluto moving through Aquarius is meaning that's the age of Aquarius. But then I'm getting ready to describe to you what what I believe um, like technically and perhaps truly is the real full on real age of Aquarius. Okay, which is um, when the because of the procession of the equinoxes, which I'll explain that also in a moment. Um, the procession of the equinoxes is how long it's, it's a 26,000 year cycle where the sun 
is also going through each of the zodiac signs, but through the, that 26,000 years, okay? So it means that every spring equinox um, over that long period of time, um, the sun is actually in different zodiac signs, okay? So according to um, really most, and I think is more accurate, is the true determining factor of the age of Aquarius would be when our sun is actually in the sign of Aquarius um, during our um, spring equinoxes, okay? Um, now, uh, going off of that interpretation of the age of Aquarius, um, that is not going to be for a very long time, for like another thousand years, okay, y'all? Um, the sun is just in like the middle of Pisces. We know like we're in Pisces season, true sky Pisces season, <laughs> um, when this is happening. Um, and you know, I think that's where a lot of this distortion is coming in and it's just fucking false overlays in the whole new age, um, field with all of this too, because, um, you know, um, now I'm not remembering if that's, um, let me check something super quick, but hang on. Okay, um, so no, I just was checking my, um, oh, my comparison chart between the tropical placements and then the 13 sign. Um, I was wondering if the, I couldn't remember, I'm getting confused in this episode, you guys. <laughs> You'll see why in a minute because, um, yeah, I was thinking for a moment maybe uh, tropical placements is having something to do with Aquarius sign at that time, but it's not. Um, okay, so let's back to what I was saying is, number one, there's confusion going on in the field and then in the world um, of, I don't think many are even, number one, knowing these two differences, right? Um, and I think really most in the new age realms are really referring to, like I said, um, at first they're referring to thinking the age of Aquarius is when Pluto is going through it. Um, which is cool. I can, I can kind of like get behind that vibe wise, I suppose. Um, and I have like sort of felt that as well yet the more you dig into this and really see like that really, really is not at all the true um, age of Aquarius, okay? Um, and then, like I said before too, just remember Pluto right now is right now just beginning to enter Capricorn, okay? Um, it is not anywhere near Aquarius. Um, so let's just say even if we are gonna speak to the age of Aquarius in that way. Um, it's not there. That's not true. Um, okay. So now let's see here. What was I going to say? Okay. Let me now. So let me speak a little bit then to first, um, this 
to clear more up about what I what I just was sharing about the true real age of Aquarius that won't actually be happening for like another thousand years. Um, so like I said, that is based off of the procession of the equinoxes, right? Which is the, you know, Earth's, it's, that's based off of like the Earth's um, having this wobble, which is making the axis tilt. And then it's, you know, it's shifting um, where the, where everything is aligned um, with, um, according to that and the sun on the spring equinox, okay? Which is, um, you know, every March. So, um, you know, it's, it's said that, that each, you know, um, sign, each zodiac sign is being traversed around like 2100 years. Now, I'm going to say I haven't, um, totally dug into that assessment yet. I probably won't just as far as though I think that will vary a little bit um, because of how I use the um, zodiac signs, right? Um, in the true placement way, meaning, you know, they're different sizes, they are different degrees, and it takes uh, longer or shorter for planets to traverse through them that way. Um, now, I don't know if this is different because of this um, grand cycle and all of that. I think it would still kind of speak to it, but whatever. Um, so let's see here. Um, okay, now, and here's a difference with looking at it this way, right? This is like, if we're calling this the real true age of Aquarius, um, an interesting, you know, thing is that this is moving us backwards through the zodiac, okay? So that's why I was saying a minute ago, like, <laughs> I'm getting, I am getting even all pulled around with my own storm energy that, that actually learns like this too, backward, forward, all around. Um, that in the true age of Aquarius way of looking at this, that's based off of this procession of the equinox and this big grand 26,000 year cycle that we are coming to an end of now, um, it, that that's going the other way around the zodiac than what we're used to, okay? Now, when we're speaking to it, when I'm talking about Pluto getting ready to go, um, you know, move, it's the Pluto's obviously moving through the zodiac the normal way that we're used to, right? So it's going from Capricorn into Aquarius, but when I'm talking about this age of the true age of Aquarius, um, based off of the equinox, this would be moving us from Pisces into Aquarius. Okay. And I think many in the new age communities do know, like you've, we've heard of things like, oh, we're in the Piscean age and we're in the age of Pisces. Like that's what this is referring to. Um, so let's see here. Hang on. Okay, so my, based off of, like I said before, my own just personal calculations, um, we won't be arriving at this true age of Aquarius age until like 3034. Um, three, 3, <laughs> so um, that's quite a long time away. Um, 
So now let me, I'm gonna read a little bit though. I'm gonna go back to, if we're gonna speak to this Aquarius vibe and everything, um, and age of Aquarius in the Pluto way, right? Um, I have this post that I'm gonna read some stuff from, you know, my own post from my Instagram page that I've posted a couple times because I'm really trying to bring more light to this to people who are confused and thinking that Pluto is about to enter Aquarius or that it just did and it has not. Um, so what I will say here too is that something I was digging deeper into today also that's interesting is, um, you know, Pluto is right now beginning to enter Capricorn. So um, this is a very big deal in the way of, you know, th like this is to me a cycle in of itself, right? The, the Pluto cycle that brings us through these um, very big, very um, long collective journeys that we go through together in the you know, evolution of this human experience and um, this earth reality. So, you know, the last time that Pluto was actually true sky for real in Capricorn was around 1774 to 1775. Um, and what was happening then? The Revolutionary War and then not long after, the Declaration of Independence was written, <laughs> okay? So really, enough said, right, is all I need to really say to have you all understand like the times we are actually truly embarking on, um, that Pluto and Capricorn is going to bring. Like, this is why I believe, you know, so many people are feeling this real, internal revolution number one obviously but like then those of us really doing this work deeply are like whoa like we can feel the we can feel the revolutionary air everywhere we can feel it now where everyone is going with this is different right and especially the psychic work realms where it can be taken anywhere according to whatever, you know, I'm, 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 it can go straight up fear, like, oh, shit, the world is ending, we're gonna go through all the, you know, I'm never, ever, um, what's the word, um, helping to spread that kind of narrative, yet at the same time, I'm fucking super real about this shit, right, and, like, how do revolutions occur, like, from shit falling apart and from going through shit, right? Now, I am still deeply, intensely, and very um, sacredly holding a much higher vision for that kind of a revolution at, at where we are in our evolution now, um, which is, of course, far surpassed things that were going on in the 1700s, right? So, you know, I am still holding a very realistic yet idealistic um, view and vision for the world and for all of us that we can go through this and it not have to mean the world is gonna burn down and we have to get into our bunkers and come out in 20 years, okay? <laughs> like, I don't feel that. I just don't feel that that's the way it's gonna all go down. Now, like I keep saying, I also don't feel that 
we do get to go through huge shifts without going through huge shifts. Like, hello, <laughs> you know, like this is just the way shit works. So, um, okay. So I went off on that because I'm just trying to reiterate the true placement of where Pluto is beginning to go into, which is Capricorn. But something that I found or was looking more into today is that again, I'm, I mean, I knew this, but I hadn't actually looked at the actual years, I don't think, that, you know, in tropical astrology, you know, every everyone says, oh, Pluto's, you know, it's going through each sign for like 20 to 30 years, whatever, something like that average. But according to, you know, 13 sign true sky placements, um, no, the signs are all very different in size. And so, you know, according to... Again, my own calculations and the fact that Capricorn is not a super big constellation. It's not tiny, but it's definitely not as big as some of the bigger ones. Um, it looks like we will be here, um, Pluto will be here in Capricorn until about 2037, 2038, okay? So that's you know, that's only about 13 to 14 years, you know? So, um, again, that's just for me personally going along quite well with just some very not research, you know, my own channeled information that's come through to me personally that I don't normally share because I don't like, you know, I just, I don't like sharing too much of channeled things because I don't, I, I, I still, I just don't give a fuck really how clear of a channel you think you are. <laughs> like, I don't think any human being can be that clear. Um, and it's going to be biased and mixed with other stuff. So, um, yeah, so, but I will bring it in, right? I will bring it in from time to time when I then am getting, um, a mix of lots of validation from other sources, right? Being, yes, other people's channeled work, um, also history, then my own research, plus just stuff going on in the world around us and more and more um, of us as souls coming together in more soul family groups, right? Which then helps validate these things that come through to us. So, um, you know, yeah, this, this, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it's all starting to fit perfectly for me as far as things I have had come through that were at first out of nowhere. And I'm like, what does this time frame mean? And they're talking, you know, this message is about Pluto and what I don't, you know, so I do believe, you know, it, the next 15 years is going to be like, for sure a 15 year period that's going to majorly go down in the books of history again um as far as shifting shifting the world in really big ways which again is exactly what happened back in the set late 1700s when pluto when pluto was last going through capricorn um so to speak to that a little more, um, I'm just going to share, like I said a minute ago, some of what I have already in a post form that I've made um, to give some more concrete kind of stuff to show you all, like 
the difference of what Pluto brings us as it goes through these um, different signs being the one that we're leaving now, which is Sagittarius. That's where Pluto has been now moving into Capricorn. And then after that, into Aquarius and what that brings. Um, and I'm, you know, I want to share this because this is just such a huge freaking deal in the new age where, um, you know, I just, I just feel, and it just keeps becoming I, even more clear that, um, you know, to be going on about thinking, um, something is cosmically happening in some other sign it, and it it's and it just be so false. Um, it's just setting us all up for more confusion and chaos and just um, un uh, what's the word? Um, just just false predictions, you know, of like thinking we're at some other place and then oh shit, we go through uh, just setting up bad false expectations, you know. Um, which again, I any expectation <laughs> to me, any expectation, any prediction can do that and is going to, which is why like this work is so hard because when you're called to it and then you get this kind of information, I get it. It's super um, understandable that we want to like go out and tell the world about everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's just, we got to get a little bit more smarter and discerning on how we do it. Um, and then what it is we're sharing because, um, to, to be putting out false ideas, just, it just keeps getting people's hopes up. And then when that thing doesn't keep coming it, then it, 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 um, hammers down that, you know, that fuel for true real inner belief. Right. Um, okay. So back to, um, Okay, back to Pluto. So let me just give you a little idea without totally reading this whole thing of, you know, what the Pluto and Sagittarius vibe was, which is what we're like leaving now, um, which is bringing us, you know, in the Sagittarius like highest expression, it's bringing us a lot of ambition luck, optimism, open-mindedness, um, enthusiasm, and just like versatility, right? Like just this, that's the Sagittarius, um, fire, air, and vibe, you know, overall brings so much of this, this like philosophical look on everything, this, um, you know, kind of a lot of what we've been seeing and going through in the world for the last, you know, some time as a collective, right? So um, let's see here. So I'll read a little bit more about, you know, Pluto and Sagittarius. It's, it's, um, it gets bored easily, um, you know, and it can need like constant stimulation, um, which can, really be bringing a lot of us into things that aren't good for us right now again i'm speaking like on a collective level like what we're leaving sort of coming from in the world you know but then in good ways what it has brought to us is what i said before like a lot more open-minded ways of thinking perhaps a little too much right like um you know and just um at least a feeling and a knowing that like hey like shit needs to shift, like shit needs to change, you know, like maybe the by the book ways aren't the best. Now, what is, 
what I love about Sagittarius, of course, because it's a lot running through me too, but then what can be frustrating about it too is that it isn't really meant to then be giving us like, um, you know, the way and like how to do this. <laughs> it's kind of just very much like, hey, here's a bunch of ideas. Doesn't this sound good? And then like, it's like, well, how do we land this? Like, how do we, uh, how, you know? Like, yeah, sure, that sounds great, but it definitely can get very idealistic in and not grounded way, right? Um, so then what that will bring us though into um, is, now what we're entering, right? Pluto and Capricorn, where then we go into this earth sign of Capricorn that's super grounded, can be far too rigid and too by the book, right? But we need that, right? We need that coming out of having all of these downloads and ideas from Sagittarius, right? To have some Capricorn energy now go, okay, give me all that and I'm going to show you how to do this with that and when and right like um so capricorn in its highest expression is you know driven um strategic disciplined responsible persistent right like um so yeah like we we need this now and this is where you know um that's where we saw some of these happening, these things happening so long ago, right? Where, okay, oh, revolutionary war is happening. Um, shit's all going crazy. Maybe we need to sit down, make this, um, you know, make some rules, right? Like that's what's kind of gotten us into this now shamble world of rules and democracy and all of this shit that is also now time to shift out of and change. Um, but let's see. Um, so, but Pluto, you know, in Capricorn can really be, um, a generation that really does actually like take control and change the world. Um, but, you know, just remember, I mean, you don't change the world without the world changing. <laughs> so, you know, that's what we're getting ready to be embarking on, people. Like, um, Pluto and Capricorn is is very much, uh, to me, also kind of, a, a Pluto resonant kind of vibe where it's like shit's about to fall you know like it's gonna crumble like and then we're gonna rebuild you know but that's that's what Pluto in in Capricorn is um so let me see here what else I wrote um yeah, and, and it's a lot, you know, it's a lot about being very particular to government, to corruption, to manipulation, you know, which is, again, everything we're seeing happen in the world. And I, I feel like people are getting confused and thinking like, oh, just because we've begun to see it, which is what the age of Sagittarius really brought to us. Well, age of Sagittarius, no, but Pluto in Sagittarius. Um 
brought, but that didn't bring us a bringing down of it, right? Um, and everybody's just kind of skipping and in the new age realm, they're like, oh yeah, oh, we got a taste. Like we, we see the corruption, we see it. Okay, now bye-bye, skip over to the age of Aquarius. That's where all the solutions are. Boom, we're done, everything's perfect. That's not what's about to happen. Um, you know, we're about to go through a destruction and rebuilding process, you know, and just freaking take that wherever you must. I am in no way at all spreading fear narratives like we see in the corrupt media and in all of the manipulation everywhere. No way, by no means is that what I'm doing. But again, if we're going through when we're going through large shifts as a collective on a global scale and we see we do see we're seeing all this corruption and all of this shit really coming out well now is the time that it's all about to really hit the fan you know so um yeah so <laughs> so nobody really knows what this is gonna look like is my point too right we can all predict we can all hold visions we can all do but we also gotta just walk through this real time holding these damn visions super high um not damn just holding the beautiful visions super high right but keeping our feet on the ground and walking through this the best we can and doing the best we can together as a whole, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's Pluto and Capricorn. And then now I'm gonna share with you what the real Pluto and Aquarius will then bring after that, which will be, you know, somewhere around, I'm saying somewhere just cause I don't like giving black and white by the book um, dates too, especially with Pluto because it's, um, it is such a collective vibe that even if like technically it's in this sign at this time, I just still think it takes a little bit for the collective vibes to leave the old sign, come into the new and start really feeling that. So around, you know, 2037, 2038 is when really Pluto will be coming around, you know, and leaving Capricorn, entering into Aquarius. And, you know, that Aquarius highest expression vibes are like intelligence, inventiveness, you know, um, humanitarian um, vibes, you know, altruistic and uh, reformative, you know, so it's the whole, you know, Aquarius is the, you know, humanitarian rebel, you know, so it's like taking the revolution that Capricorn has brought us through and then going, okay, cool. Now let's, now let's really rebuild. Like maybe we begun the rebuilding process in Capricorn, right? And like the things are falling while simultaneously these Sagittarian solution ideas are coming up through the Capricorn earth groundedness, right? But then, you know, Aquarius then will take this right with the air sign that it is bring some mind energy into it um, give it a higher frequency so it's not so earth grounded right and not so rigid and bring us 
a real new air of a real time. So, um, you know, in that way, if you're, you know, really moving through this true journey of Pluto, then in, in feeling it in this way that I just described, which I do, I, I can for sure see that, sure, like we could call this an age of Aquarius, not this, but I'm saying that, what I'm speaking to, like when this time comes of Pluto going through Aquarius, yes. Um, but is it technically even still the age of Aquarius? No. Um, so let's see. Yeah, so just, yeah, everything, I'm just looking at this, my post here of my Pluto in Aquarius details, you know, so yeah, it's just everything I said. It's just, it's just really coming in and bringing, you know, um, to me like a more integrated embodied experience and understanding with some clarity of knowing okay now what do we do with everything we just went through <laughs> and then actually beginning that process of doing it um so yeah that's a really <laughs> it's a big deal you know it's a really big deal and none of us have been through what we are about to embark through in the Pluto way. None of us have like that have physically been alive still in this life through what we're about to, um, you know, be going through. So it's, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really huge, but I, I definitely do think um, more people need to understand that there is still going to be some, some pretty hard times that we're going to go through with this, I believe, just globally as a collective and in finding, um, you know, in finding this, this new way, you know, I believe that this also is truly defining the real true beginning very beginning of the golden age um which all of this speaks to uh so perfectly as well um so and then let me just pull up there was one last kind of note i wanted to point out that i was finding really interesting also is that for my human design people out there, um, you know, the gate 49, okay, is, um, is actually really like straddling the signs of Pisces and Aquarius, okay? But what it's known as in human design and in the gene keys is it's all about revolution. Um, what I was finding interesting is that as we're traversing the, um, when, so when Pluto does get to Aquarius, which won't be for 13 to 14 more years, um, that that will be the last gate that Pluto is going through as then it makes its way into Pisces, right? Out of Aquarius into Pisces. But what I find interesting is if then we're now speaking to the true real age of Aquarius based off of the precession of equinoxes and where the, um, where the sun is during that spring equinox, um, that 
when that shifts in still a thousand years into the true age of Aquarius, that that 49 gate, because like I told you, it, it, we're then moving backwards. We're going a different direction just for that one particular um, scenario of this procession of the equinoxes. Um, that that 49 gate is the first one that we go through. <laughs> so again, I think that's just kind of speaking to, I think, you know, the fact that that is really probably the real and true like age of Aquarius where we are going to bust out um, of a very long, you know, Pisces cycle that we've all been in together as a collective here that the humans as a whole as a species has been on for quite some time now um according to you know that way of looking at it so um okay i think that's all i'll say to that and then i did just want to quickly i'll just kind of maybe end with this with just kind of uh, giving you guys a little bit of a picture of then these gates that we will be going through soon um, in our true journey of where Pluto is going through when it's now beginning to go through Capricorn. Um, I'm thinking I'm, I will probably make a post about this as well. Perhaps I haven't yet though. Um, but I'm just finding this very interesting too because, of course, as usual, I was not planning on recording this topic and I just know that it's it was wanting to come through because Pluto is also, or the Sun is also aligning right now, beginning to align right now with Pluto because the Sun in this moment that I'm recording, which is on uh, 1-18-24, I won't be airing this for a couple weeks after I think um but the sun is you know beginning to come into alignment and then we'll be coming more and more as as the sun leaves um Sagittarius and enters Capricorn so I just know all of this is coming through to me too because of this alignment right now so what I wanted to say though is that I'm just going to kind of mention and try to give you a little bit of a picture of then um, these gates in, in human design and the gene keys that Pluto is getting ready to also traverse and go through in Capricorn. So we're starting off with this gate 10, which just keeps being <laughs> this this real thing for me right now, too. That's just really, really... Um, really, really integrating and becoming embodied in me too. This um, understanding of this, this gate that, that I work with and that works with me a lot. So Pluto begins with this gate 10, which is all about self-love. Okay. And then remember, this is going to be over a 13 to 14 year period. Okay. That I'm getting ready to, to describe these gates. So then it goes from gate 10 into gate 58, which is all about joy. And then we go into gate 38, which is all about fighting, but with purpose. Then we go into gate 54, which is about prosperity. Then into gate 61, um, 
which is all about inner truth, like finding it, sitting, you know, embodying it, but then also like holding and embodying the fact that that comes with lots of mystery and mysticism, okay? And then the last gate, I'm just trying to look here to see if it's bridging both, I think it is, that the last gate then that Pluto yeah, we'll go through as gate 60, which is then technically like also bridging Capricorn then into Aquarius, um, which is all about accepting limits and how in just acceptance and how much though power we gain in that true resonance and frequency um, of acceptance, you know, in that in accepting our limits, we gain immense amounts of power. Um, so yeah, that just felt really powerful too. And it just, you know, it helps me personally sink in to more of what we are about to embark on, along with the fact that it totally aligns with everything I have been feeling we are about to um about to embark on um so um so yeah i think i will let me just check my notes and make sure i don't need to add anything else yeah okay so i think i will um i'm just gonna end with that and please reach out to me as usual. Please reach out to me with any questions and hopefully I will have some more, um, hopefully I can have some more actual post material form for you all about this to kind of, um, you know, give you some, some visualization with it as well soon. Um, okay. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Please reach out to me with any feedback on my Instagram at celestialhealing444 and check out my offerings and courses on my website, celestialhealing13.com and also check out my offering store at stan.store/celestialhealing. Please follow and share this podcast so that more can awaken to the code of the 13 and the true divine feminine energy can continue to awaken and anchor into this realm deeper and deeper with each and every new soul that remembers itself here.